This is the Glasses by Day Geek by Night podcast. On today's episode, I have Geek News, which I'm going to talk about the Superman movie and who's been cast. I'm going to talk about Fantastic Four and who may or may not have been cast. I'm then going to talk about Spider-Man 4 and hopefully whether or not it merges the Marvel Universe with the Sony Universe. Hopefully merging the Sony Universe with the Marvel Universe and not the other way around. Um, I'm going to talk about James Gunn and his alleged writing of a Booster Gold series. And then I'm going to talk about Bosch. And then I'm going to talk a little bit about Batman the Animated Series that's just landed on Netflix. After that, I have a rewatch compare the comic to the show. So I'm going to be talking about Invincible Season 1, Episode 1, and I'm going to compare it to the comic. Then I have, to finish off, I have a comic to read before you die, which is going to be Marvel Civil War. So, right off the bat, if you could give me a follow or a like, even recommend your friends, comments and messages are more than welcome. If you've got something that you want me to talk about, let me know. Geek News. Nicholas Holt has been cast as Lex Luthor. So, I feel like this could be a solid casting. He's been acting since he was young. He's played the weird kid with no father figure in about a boy. He's been the fuckboy in Skins. He's been a, in a superhero franchise before, albeit a different type of superhero universe, but you never know. His head doesn't look overly huge, so I think he could pull off the bald head. I think it, this, the age kind of thing between them, between him and David Corrinsweat, doesn't look that bad. I think David Corrinsweat is going for it at the moment. He's hitting the gym. He's ripped at the moment. Although... I hope he doesn't get too ripped. I think Henry Cavill, especially by Batman vs Superman, was he's a bit big for the Superman role. I think, and I know that sounds a bit thingy. How how is Superman so big? But I think the thing about Superman for me is that he can pass for a normal human. Uh, I'm not saying that I want him to be fat Thor kind of Superman, but someone who, you know, looks strong but isn't unnaturally big. So the lineup is pretty good up to now for Superman. Um, it's got, what, Rachel Brosnahan as Lois Lane, Nathan Fillion as Guy Gardner, which I'm psyched to see. You've got Isabella Mest as Hawkgirl, um, Eddie Gafaji as uh, Mr. Terrific. So Superman Legacy launched DC Studios, Gods and Monsters. Uh, I'm not overly sure how that's all going to work but you never know so it's got other titles that are set to come out after superman legacy so they've got batman the brave and the bold supergirl woman of tomorrow and swamp thing just to name a few um, it's set to start filming in early 2024 and hopefully released by july 11th 2025 i'm not sure if, I, I assume the release date will change no doubt there'll be reshoots or some other drama because re- realistically For all I know, they're going to do the first film and then they're going to recast everyone again. Who knows? So, anyway, on on to different things. Marvel. So, we've got Pedro Pascal has apparently been cast as Reed Richards. How true this is, I do not know. Um, He wouldn't be my first choice, but what can you do? I think, um, you know, I've previously read out a a huge list of actors that were up for the roles. And I think I got into my head that Matt Smith would have probably made a pretty decent Reed Richards. It's yeah, you know, it's not that Pedro Pedro Pascal, you know, isn't good and he isn't old by any stretch. But I think maybe he's a little bit too old to play Reed Richards. The fact that the rumor is that Pedro Pascal is being picked because the team would be too white says a lot. And 
you know, no one ever said this, you know, Black Panther was too black. Source material matters. That said, I, Pedro Pascal, Pascal is brilliant and he would be amazing in the role, but he deserves the role because of his acting, not just to fill a racial quota that the team is missing. It's funny that the original Avengers team is is white and no one ever kicked off because of it. So we've got uh, Vanessa Kirby apparently playing Sue Storm and Joseph Quinn apparently playing Johnny Storm. And what is it, Ebon Moss um, Backrack as uh, from the Bear as Ben Grimm. And I think he'd be pretty decent in it. The other two, I think I think Vanessa Kirby would be pretty brilliant in. Joseph Quinn, I could take or leave. I'm not really sure. We also have, what is it, allegedly, uh, was it Xavier Bardem and Antonio Bandaris are up for the role of Galactus. So, who knows. Um Fantastic Four is one of those films that I'm looking forward to, so it's ideally better than the 2015 Abomination of the same name. Although, I think that they could take some of the positives from that, that film. Yeah, the first, If you think of that film as two parts, the first part is actually really good. It's, yeah, the first half is all science fiction, and was it was actually leading to being a good film, and obviously, we all know that the studio, like, interfered and the director ended up what was he did he, I think he quit I think so the idea is the film took a bit of a, a bit of a turn um, although we won't be seeing uh, Marvel's first family until May 2025 but that will probably change because they seem to be changing everything Spider-Man 4 will allegedly merge the Marvel and Sony universes that can even mean that Tom Holland's Spidey will step into the Sony-verse with Venom, Kraven, Morbius and Madam Web Hopefully not. <laughs> or those characters would be brought into Marvel, which, in my idea, I really feel like that would be a better idea. So, the beauty of Marvel at the moment is we've got, we know that we've got Avengers titles coming out for Secret Wars. So the idea of Avengers Secret Wars is that these characters could easily be merged into the main continuity without having to explain it too much. Secret Wars could literally be the paving stone for lots of Marvel story points that they've not explored yet or were not allowed to explore. X-Men being one of them. So Hugh Jackman was allegedly set to be in Secret Wars. So this could tie into the universe realigning. The MCU is due for a, a, a DC Universal enema, I feel. I also think that Marvel needs to get a move on. They, they're bringing out films such as the Marvels, when no one really talked to Brie Larson's Captain Marvel, I don't know, I talk about Brie Larson a lot, but uh, just can't stand there. So they're, they're focusing in on films like this when they've got property like Spider-Man and the Avengers that are money makers and crowd pleasers. And it just begs the question, is a change in leadership needed to sell them through the rough storm? I kind of feel like Kevin Feige seems more concerned with not bothering anyone and being as woke as possible. Than pleasing the fans. I kind of feel like either way. Something needs to be done. So we won't be seeing Spidey 4. Until at least 2026. Which seems ridiculous. When you think. Just get on with it. Do you know what I mean? You know, Tom Holland looks 15 at the moment. But he's not going to look that old forever. So right. Back on to some DC stuff. So we have James Gunn. He's allegedly writing a Booster Gold series. So I'm assuming this will be part of the new incarnation of the DC Cinematic Universe. And one, like I said before, one good thing that you've got to say is though that at least they are cleaning house to a certain extent with DC and they're starting over. I kind of feel like keeping some 
and not keeping others would have been pretty awful. So they've they've done the universal anime. It's done now. Um, the issue I have is that Gun obviously has this clear image of what the universe should be. Is he not too busy rebuilding a universe to take time out to write episodes for I class as a sealer superhero? I, I, why is he focusing in on Booster Gold? I kind of feel like it, does he not trust anyone else to do it, or like Blue Beetle? Is he trying to make Booster Gold a more popular hero because he likes him? I just feel like it's it's just a waste. I kind of feel like they've got this other this other you know series that's apparently in the works and it's a Green Lantern show and I really feel like would his time not be better spent on something like that, making sure that is a success? So the the Green Lantern show, it's apparently a true detective esque Green Lantern show with Hal Jordan and John Stewart in the leading roles. Um, this to me might be pretty decent, although I've heard rumours that it will be primarily it will be all be set on Earth with no space travel. Not that it's a deal breaker for me, but I would have loved to have seen our, you know. So I kind of feel like I, I'm trying not to look too much into that because they they talk about these series and then it never happens or it's not going to happen for another few years. So I'm hoping that they get their act together and get on with it. Right, for going away from the comics a little bit, so I'm going to talk about Bosch. So for those who like me, you know, like Bosch. You know, I was happy to hear that they were making two more spin-offs of the series. So, at the moment, I've just finished um, Bosch Legacy, and I really enjoyed it. It picked up completely where we left him. Um, he quit the LAPD, and he'd carried on. So, basically, these two new spin-offs. The first one will bring a new character, Rene Ballard. Um, not much is known really other than the general synopsis which um, she's tasked with running the severely underfunded cold case division she finds a larger conspiracy at work and asks her old friend Harry Bosch to help her um, the second one uh, the second series will focus on Jay Edgar who goes undercover in Little Haiti for the FBI so I've just finished Bosch Legacy which I thought Jay Edgar was in, what, two episodes at the very beginning, and I thought it needed more of him in it, to be fair. So I'm just looking forward to more Bosch in whatever incarnation it comes in. Lastly, today, I am going to talk a little bit about Batman the Animated Series, which has just landed on Netflix UK. And I'm wondering if DC, like, are they trying to fund as much as possible by putting all the, the good stuff on? Because Justice League landed in the UK on Netflix a while back. And then, what well, the animated series? And that now they've put Batman the animated series on there. And I'm thinking, are they trying to? If they they had a payout or something from Netflix to try and get these shows, are they trying to like fund Booster Gold? Is that what they're trying to do? I'm, I can't really understand why we've just got it now. They've had years to put these on there, and they've just decided to do it now. Whether or not it's James Gunn's leadership, who knows? So. It is a must-watch Batman the Animated Series for kids and adults alike. Adults, it's it's like, especially if you remember watching it as a kid, it is like a, you know, a flashback to the past. Kids, on the other hand, are going to love it, alright? Yeah. Obviously, the animation doesn't live up to the, today's standards, but it is still an amazing series and led to one of the best animated shared universes around. Has some great episodes, villains, and more importantly, the voice acting. No one encompasses Batman and the Joker like Conroy and Hamill. It is a must watch.